You're listening to Moms Out Loud. You're tired? Tell me how you're tired. <laughs> what am Maybe I we should fill right? people in. Look at this baby. Do a spit. Do a spit. I feel weird. Let me offer. It's fine. It's fine. Hey guys, welcome back to Moms Out Loud. I'm Rachel. I'm Alexa. And today we are going to talk about bedtime. Yeah. So <laughs> just to like preface, this is we're gonna just talk about like all different like how bedtime routines used to be for our kids, what they look like now, what we idealize that they'll look like someday. But keep in mind that it's gonna look different basically from night to night sometimes, which is so very frustrating. But it's just sometimes, you know, part of the season and part of like their development. So we're just going to talk through it and um, remember to ride the waves, right? (laughs) Yep, ride the wave. Yeah. Oh, man. So do you want to start or do you want me to start? Um, Well, I just wanted to comment and then you can go. But you're so right. I remember when the kids were little and... I would think that I would have this all set in stone, like, okay, good. We're finally getting to bed at a certain time and it's been two weeks. And so they totally get bedtime now and it's so great. And then they'll throw you for a loop. It's like, oh, I guess not. I guess this wasn't a thing. Great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, and I know this like varies per family because I know like majority of people, start bedtime routine like the minute baby's born and they're like okay now we do baby bath time and then lotion up and then we sing a song and then you you have a feeding and then baby goes to bed um so that you like set it set them up for success or whatever I don't set my kids up for success (laughs) like that um I don't like baths I don't like baby baths I think it's weird that people are like you know what we should do to really soft newborn skin dry it out with soap by washing a baby every day even though they never get dirty <laughs> so yeah i mean it's they get dirty okay skin. but it's <laughs> soap is so bad for the skin and if you want to do be- like bedtime bath routine you don't have to use soap you can use water yeah only, it's true you know it's so true I, so i'm not knocking like the bedtime bath routine i'm just saying i'm like how can i set myself up for success so that i don't have a 10 hour bedtime routine every night for the rest of my life you know Exactly. Yes. So, <laughs> so although just, I always uh, felt yeah. like if like we're breastfeeding and we're making sure that we go to bed at a good time and we set up like okay, lights are off, phones off, you know, like these these external things are off and even though baby's sleeping with us, I feel like that's still set up for success, even though we're not, like, doing the whole Shabang. night routine yeah. no. crib thing. And, and I don't disagree because we d- I did have my own, like, quote-unquote bedtime routine. I had sleepy time cues, you know? Yes. Um, because sometimes we'd do bath, but it wasn't an every night thing because it's just, I think that's so much work. And I think a lot of people love it. And if you love it, I think you should keep doing it. I don't think you should, like, not do it if you love it. But if you don't love it, here is, you know, your validation that it's okay to not bathe your baby every day. (laughs) Because, like, who made up that rule? Um, But for me, when my babies are young, young, 
I set up bedtime. I mean, I watch for my kids' sleepy time cues as it is because I usually exclusively breastfeed and I let baby like lead when they eat. I don't. What is there a name for that? <laughs> I don't is there know. A name lead? For that? But do you You're know what I mean? Like, because <laughs> so, because a lot of people have their baby on like a schedule, like boom, boom, boom. Baby eats every three hours. Oh, I don't do yeah. that. It's more like baby and I. I get to know baby, and baby gets to know me, and I kind of figure out roughly when their last feeding is, yeah. or if their last feeding's like on the earlier side. I do a dream feed right before I go to bed. Yeah, which means. Which Excuse is me, good. Which means you don't want to top off baby's belly like that, <laughs> you know, before I go to sleep. But I, yeah, I'm yeah. not a, a scheduler like that. But what I would do, um, when I was pregnant with Roland, my mother-in-law got me a Himalayan salt lamp, and I love it. I still have it. Um, it actually Roland uses it now as a night light, and I need to get another one because it's like my bedtime light. But, anyways, what I would do is at that last. You know, I know it's going to be baby's last feeding. They're really sleepy. I've gotten to know when baby goes down roughly by this point. I would put on that light, which is baby's, like, cue. It's sleepy time. And then I'd get them in jammies, like, change them, get them in jammies. And then I would usually, like, prop myself up in my bed with a bunch of pillows and nurse baby to sleep and then go to sleep, too, (laughs) usually, to be honest. And during that time, Luke would be doing bedtime routine with Roland. Once once we had two, I would do the same thing with Forrest, and then he would do bedtime routine with Roland. Um, And I didn't have to do a bunch of stuff. It was basically, like, you know, diaper jammies. The light, like, for my kids, that light... And going into my room at night, it's like they start fussing because they're excited to, like, eat and go to bed, you know? So, like, over time, that light is a, is a cue to them, which is interesting. But, yeah. Yeah. That's my – that was, like, my baby routine. So, obviously, it's, like, different now. But um, do you want to talk about, like, yeah. your baby routine if you have one? Yeah. If you so, had one? Sure. mine looked similar to that. Um, I really like that Himalayan salt lamp thing. Um, my kids have that now, but we didn't have that when they were little. Um, so, I do love that. I, I got one for my room, and Lael doesn't like it. And I'm like, really? Ugh. I what? want it on. But the light the time. is so, like, warm and, like, yeah. nice for bedtime. <laughs> yeah. You know? I love yeah, it. Yeah. He just uh, – he likes, like, zero light. And I'm like – it's a different light. It's a different sort of light. Just keep it on. I love it. Anyway, um, but no, when the kids were younger, <laughs> like, I, I don't want to sound mean to my husband because my husband did a lot of things around the house to help me. But yeah. when it was bedtime, he wasn't the most reliable person. I remember... Like, some nights he'd kind of pick and choose, like, to help me. But other nights it was like he'd be sleeping and I'd be up, like, just staring at him with my evil eyes because I'm like, I'm up, all my kids are up, and my husband's sleeping. And I'd be, like, like, staring at him. (laughs) Was that at bedtime or, like, in the middle of night? No. Yeah, at bedtime. Um, I think sometimes... He would just kind of assume like I knew what I was doing and when the kids were little and breastfeeding like when one of them was breastfeeding like he couldn't help me anyway you know yeah exactly yeah I think that was just in his brain um 
And so even when we had two dependent, and I'm not saying like this was like a permanent thing. I'm just saying like when he felt that he couldn't help me. And I think when we started potty training and doing the whole bedtime routine, so around two was when we started potty training and actually doing like, okay, this is set. We need to like go pee before bed. And like once I set a little routine at two, that's when he started like going, okay, cool. I can help with this. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, yeah. Well, like in his defense, um, I'm not saying you're talking bad about him, but I'm just no. saying like Luke is like the routines guy in our family. So yeah. like if he didn't help with bedtime, there wouldn't be a routine. Do you know what I mean? Right. So like for like the ba- the babies who nurse to sleep, that's all me. He can't help with that. I mean, he can help like put him in jammies and that kind of stuff. And he will if he's not already helping with Roland. Right. Um, but <clears throat> it's more so like I would just be like, all right, good night. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, not really. Well, I, like... I always sing a song because my parents sang a song to me every night before bed probably yeah. till I moved out I don't know but yeah um well and that's why I'm trying that, to remember yeah. back but I'm like no it's not like I never felt like he was like not helpful I think it was just until we had set things he was just he like know okay I'm tired yeah I'm gonna yeah. go to bed now <laughs> so, yeah and I'm not so structured at bedtime so um and I'm also a night owl so I think he took that opportunity to be like, man, I'm really tired. I'm going to go to bed now. So if you need me for anything, let me know. And of course, yeah, I didn't exactly. want to wake up a sleeping person. So um, see, that's where you're too nice. I will totally wake <laughs> you up a billion times a night. I'll be like, excuse me, the baby's done nursing. It's your turn to hold it. So I can yeah. be alone for four seconds. And which wake up which I remember times, doing like I remember doing when I really did need help. Like there was a couple times or phases where like when Eric just came home from the hospital we were both up all the time because I needed help with we were doing yeah. tube, tube feeding and it was your with first Eric. baby yeah I, and I was just like I can't do this by myself and so I constantly wake him up all throughout the night and he needed to help me and then with Angela we did the same thing um, because Angela when I was weaning her off the bottle and it took a couple weeks and I, t- I told him, I was like, I just need help. Like, I just need you to warm up a bottle, like do something, you know, just in case she doesn't eat, but I'm going to try to feed her. She's crying, you know? And so yeah. he was super and helpful I would just like to mention really fast right there. That just tells me or shows me, I think it's so funny when people think bottle feeding is easier until no. you have to make a bottle in the middle of the no. night. Yes. Then it is no longer easier. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, oh. and then I'm pumping. That's the other thing. It's like when they eat, you pump for proper milk no. supply. So no. I would be up pumping. Girl, every time I had a baby I or had like issues with breastfeeding, it was like, man, I never slept. I watched a whole new brand new Netflix show and like throughout my nights and it, yeah. It's exhausting. It's just regular breastfeeding where you're just sleeping in bed and you're feeding them while they're sleeping and you're sleeping like easy. It's the easiest thing ever. It's easy. so easy. And and once I got like the hang of it, it was it was better. But I know like when my babies are first born, I am terrified because they're so small. 
Yeah. So I am like much more weird about stuff. Like I always sit up to nurse them when they're baby babies. And then once they're big enough where I won't suffocate them just because my breasts are triple their head (laughs) size, (laughs) then I do like lay down nursing more comfortably, you know? Right. Um, But yeah, I, I just think as you get more comfortable with that, you sleep better. But anyways, that doesn't really have to do with bedtime routines so let me get yeah. us back yeah, on yeah, track yeah, yeah um so for our older kids bedtime routine um once roll i started to sleep train roland to sleep in his own bed versus ours when he was 11 months old and then i did it with forest when he was like a year and some change and it looked different for both of them um and if i have another baby i will do what i did with forest because it was easier and I never let him cry. Versus Roland, um, Luke was traveling all the time. He was traveling at least two weeks out of the month, and I was just so sleepy and alone all the time. I didn't have family or friends nearby, and I was just like exhausted, and I couldn't survive the days and the nights like awake with him. So I ended up sleep training him with, I don't know if you'd call it like the Ferber method or something, but basically Mm -hmm. where you I would watch him on the monitor. I would do a bedtime routine, so I would um, nurse him, and then I would make sure he was like still awake, and then I would rock him and sing him a song, and then put him down drowsy, and then I'd have the monitor set up so I could watch him, and I would let him cry for five minutes, and then I would go in, and then do that a billion times until they go to sleep. And it was very terrible. But uh, desperate times sometimes call for desperate measures, okay? But um, he was sleep trained in three days. So ever since then, he slept in his own bed. Um, and so I don't want to say I regret it but I, because I got to sleep. But I definitely would and did do it differently the next time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because I don't agree with cry it out. But... Yeah. I also sometimes think, you know, desperate times call for desperate measures. If it's like, let your baby cry it out for five minutes or murder them, probably let them cry. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Pick, but, pick those. Pick between yeah, those. <laughs> yeah. But um, then, so now because of that, it's kind of like same thing as always where now we brush teeth, we put on jammies, we read a book. Um, I sing songs. I don't know. Luke does. Yeah, Luke sings songs because he always sings Somewhere Over the Rainbow to him. And Roland calls it the rainbow song. And so if I'm doing bedtime, which is like once a year, he'll be like, Mommy, sing the rainbow song. And I'm like, I don't know the rainbow song. I'm sorry. (laughs) I do. But like Luke is like a singer and I'm like not a singer. So yeah, I sing Mommy's Hands and that's my specialty. Or like (laughs) Kookaburro. Anyways. Um... So bedtime routine with him looks pretty chill because now he is almost, he's three and a half. And so we put him down, sing him a song, a book and stuff. And then he like talks himself to sleep, which is so nice because he's older. He talks himself to sleep. That's cute. Like talks or sings. You'll hear him singing in his bed. It's very sweet. Oh, that (laughs) is so sweet. But he sleeps with uh, the salt lamp on and a fan on. It has to be on the highest setting even if it's dead winter, so I have Why? to, like, bundle him up. <laughs> he likes it because it's so loud. I have no idea. But, okay. <laughs> I was like, um, wait. He decided that. Oh, he decided that. Yeah, um, that's so funny. 
Lately, since we moved here, he's been getting up 7,000 times before he'll actually go to sleep. And like, and it pushes bedtime back later and later because we try to have him in bed by 7, 7.30. So we'll start bedtime routine at like 6.37, depending on, you know, how the night goes. And then it gets pushed back because he'll get out of bed. And then one of us goes back in. We sing him one more song. We say, okay, good night. Stop getting out of bed. Then we leave the room. And then he comes back out. And then we're like, okay, for real, stay in bed. And then after like the fifth time, I'm like, I'm not even singing you a song. If you get out of bed again, I'm going to be a monster. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't always work. But um, luckily, depend. Luke and I, either one of us is usually calm. So if like Luke's been doing it and he's getting frustrated, then I'll go in for like the last one or two times or vice versa. And then usually he'll stay down. But lately he's done this, do, does this thing because Luke puts him to bed where then he gets out of bed and he's like, I need to snuggle mommy. And then I'm like, okay. And he snuggles me like in our bed for a few minutes because when they go to bed, I'm going to bed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he'll snuggle me for a few minutes. And then Luke's like, okay, do you want to walk to your room or do you want me to carry you? AKA you're going back to your room either way. Yeah. And then um, he'll usually stay put or he'll do it four more times. But, you know, it just depends on the day. So. There's yeah. good days and bad yeah. days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, we don't like to like lay in the room with him till he falls asleep just because I usually have a baby to nurse. I'm not trying to lay on the floor. Right. But I know a lot of parents do that and it works well for them. Um, I've only I've only done that with when they're babies and I'm like, so when I slept trained Forrest, that's how I would do it where I would lay, nurse, and then do like a hug and roll kind of thing yep. and leave. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, he's on a floor bed in the playroom and he has a monitor in there so I can see if he gets up. But and then we just do the same thing. We're like, I'll nurse. Usually if he wakes up in the middle of the night, Luke will bring him to me in bed. I'll nurse him back to sleep and then Luke puts him back in bed and he'll yeah. stay asleep. So, yeah. Yeah. It's been pretty successful. And, and that way we never had to do cry it out. Right. Like every once in a while, even if he wakes up in the middle of the night, sometimes he'll be like, meh. And I'll give him like two minutes to see if he'll he's actually gonna cry or if he's just going back to sleep, because yeah. he'll like wake up and like be sound like whiny but not actually be crying, you know? Yeah. And we gauge it off of that. And if he actually cries, we get him. And if not, he goes back to sleep. Yeah. Also, Forrest is the kind of baby who will actually vomit if he cries. So. Yeah. Um, we don't let that happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's not do that. Yeah, yeah, but that's kind of what bedtime looks like for us right now. So yeah. how does it look for you guys? Yeah. Well, and just touching on the whole sleep training thing really quick, because Eric, I feel like first children are the guinea pigs and they kind of yeah. get like you don't know what's going on. You're tired, like a brand new tire that you've never felt before. And mm -hmm. you're feeling pressure. You're figuring things out together as parents and so we did sleep train eric when he was like nine months old i never let him do the cry it out but i would and now and it all kind of flooded back to me when you were talking because i was like oh that's why lael didn't help me because he was like just let him cry it out and i'm like i will never let my baby cry it out <laughs> so, yeah. so i spent hours by myself like going back and forth like whenever he would cry i would go back and then come back out Okay, when he yeah. would cry, I would go back. And it would take a long time. And he actually sleep trained for a really... And, and I don't know, I think back now, I was like, why did I do that? 
And really, in reality, we just needed to get a king size bed because Leo would complain, yep. oh, he's kicking me because Eric is like a horrible, he's a digger. He like digs his Got feet. It. And so yeah. by the time he was like nine months old, Leo was like, he needs to get out of our bed. And in reality, we just needed a bigger bed. <laughs> so, um, and, and I just think it's one of those things where it's like by trial and error, you know? Yeah. Because. Yeah. Like you said, you just needed a king bed. And same thing. By the time we had our second, we got a king bed. And then, like, when close to 11 months rolled around, Luke's like, okay, it's time to sleep train. And it's like, no, dude, I did it too early, and that's why it was hard. Right. If you wait till they're ready, it's yes. easy. And that's exactly. true. Exactly. And so, and then we followed the whole, like, um, hug, and, hug and roll thing with all the other yeah. kids. And we would put, what we would do is... We would put the uh, the beds at the – like, we would put their little crib mattress on the floor in our room. Like, we had a pretty good-sized master bedroom, so we would have all yeah. their beds, like, in our room. And as long as they were in our room, they would last there pretty long. If they made a, a noise, I would get up and, like, go down there with them and then come back to my bed. And that was, like, around two – two years for everybody you know and that oh we would gosh, like transfer so over <laughs> oh girl they sleep in our beds and then angela still like it wasn't until she was four i want to say that she was actually sleeping in her bed like she just wanted to sleep with us and Lael didn't say anything because of all her hospital stuff so yeah. he's like she can sleep with us for however long she wants to and i think she would like she was pretty easy to like sleep train like at nighttime but she would transfer to our bed very quickly. It's like she would fall asleep, and it was like an hour later she would be in our bed, you know? And I was like, Got whatever, it. it's a process, you know? Got it. So yeah. Well, so I, I like co-sleeping with babies because it makes it easier, but I don't prefer co-sleeping with older children. Yeah. I know, and I know this is just like a personal preference thing, and um, because right now both of our kids will get them to go to bed, and then we're alone at night yeah and it is so awesome 8 30 rolls around I get to read a book with the yeah. light on in my room I get to have pillow talk with Luke have grown-up time and I don't yeah. have to worry about rolling over a baby <laughs> or whatever right. you know and I don't know I I really I really like it but I think it's different for everyone and also I always like to have my kid preferably like out of my bed if I'm gonna be pregnant again because yeah. when I was pregnant with Forrest and Roland still slept with us, he would nurse while we were sleeping and I nurse on my back while we sleep. Yeah. And so I'd be sleeping on my back all night while I was pregnant, which you're not supposed to do. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. See, that, and, and yeah. And that's a very specific thing, but. Yeah. Well, yeah. and no, and that's good. And I think, yeah, it's like, because I remember even just both kids sleeping in the bed. Baby on one side and toddler on the other side you know so yeah yeah um, which, and we did that which for works for some people <laughs> yeah. and a, no I know people who still do that and they love it and I think if you love it that's what matters yeah. but I don't love it yeah like if Roland wakes up in the middle of the night and wants to sleep with us I'd be cool with that you know what I mean like a bad dream wake up sure I don't care yeah but I really love that like little bit of alone time like growing right. up alone time I'm with my kids all day and generally all night so if I get like an hour with nobody and it's just me being me time that's very exciting right so 
Yeah. yeah. And I, and I want to say, so us living in the camper kind of repelled that a little bit because it was such a tiny space that, you know, they were so close to us, even though they were in our, in their own room. And so I think that that helped a lot. Like help the process along. Yeah, like help the these times that they were in their beds be longer and longer and longer. Um, and so I think, I feel like by the time that they were four, all of them were four. Or over four. You know what I'm saying? So Tyler was four. Yeah. We had, we've been getting good sleep. Like, because the boy, like they, the boys sleep all night long. Um, Angela's yeah, still so around awesome. four every night, still comes into our bed. <laughs> And we don't care, but, uh, and we just let her and she'll bring her pillow now because yeah. we, we have a king size bed now. And so she'll bring her pillow. So she's not being a pillow hog. And yeah. I'm like, that's totally fine. I don't care. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so I, I will say too, though, like it, if the kids came in the bed, I wouldn't care, but Luke does care Yeah. because Luke is such a creature of habit. He is, um, he's terrified that if he lets the kids sleep in the bed in the middle of the night, that they will think they always get to do it. So what he does is he'll let them sleep in the bed for like 20 minutes. And yeah. then he'll transfer them to their bed once they're asleep again. Yeah. And then Roland will usually sleep in his bed through the night. And same sure. thing with Force. If Force wakes up to nurse in the middle of the night, he will let him fall back asleep and then he'll take him back to his bed. Which I appreciate because yeah. then I don't have to sleep on my back anymore. But yeah. <laughs> for example, though, like last night, Force has a really stuffy nose. And oh, okay. I lost our nasal aspirator. So yeah. he wanted to nurse back to sleep and he would nurse for one second and then be like, <gasps> and so it took two hours to get him to nurse last night. It was exhausting. And yeah. then by that time I was dead to the world and so was he. And then he just slept on me all night and that's fine, you know? Yeah. Because it's not, it's not an everyday thing, but my back feels better when he doesn't sleep on me. <laughs> Even yeah. though he's only been doing that since we moved here and we moved here end of may so yeah i just figured like with the moving transition it'd be a good time to start a new sleeping pattern because he'd never slept in this house before right so i figured let's just start doing the hug and roll thing and he got it right away and, and it's been fairly su- successful i know people who like hardcore sleep train are going to be like you guys are so crazy that's a lot of work yeah. <laughs> but it's it's like work that's worth it to us do you know what yeah. i mean so yeah. like I don't know. And, and like on me, a, I wouldn't be waking up to put them back in their bed. But because Luke cares, he's the yeah. one who gets to do it. So great, yeah. go do it. You wake up. I'm not For doing sure. It. For sure. If you care, you're the one that does it. And Lil doesn't yeah. really care, especially now that we have a king size bed. And I and I've just never cared. So I've always told him, if you care enough, you need to do it. And of course he doesn't care exactly. enough. So we always yeah. end up with like like our younger four and six or Tyler's five now. Yes, Tyler's trying now. Five and six. And uh, they still, sometimes two of them end up in my bed still. <laughs> it's like, it's fine. Yeah, like, it's fine. Um, well, and I also like it, too. Like, sometimes we'll take turns. Like, oh, you know what? Um, it's, everyone wants to sleep with mommy and daddy, so that we'll take turns. Like, it's like, okay, it's Eric's turn tonight to sleep with mommy yeah. and daddy tonight. And yep. um, I don't know. I like that because... I like cuddling with my babies, not necessarily Lael because yeah. he's a heater, but yeah. I like snuggling with my babies and I don't mind if like they're teenagers and want to cuddle me all the time, especially when Lael's gone. Like if he's gone for duty or whatever during the night, I'm like, okay, 
everyone's sleeping with me. I don't want to sleep by myself. And so we're just all, I don't know. I, when it comes to bedtime, I'm not, maybe it's because I'm a night owl. Like I don't care being waked up all the time. I don't need, you know, the set alone bedtime time, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. And I, I don't need it either, but I don't know. So Luke and I, I love Luke. (laughs) Okay. I know. So like, obviously he's my husband, but I, since we started, cause he was all like, when we move, Forrest needs to go to his own bed. And I was like, no, like I sleep better when my kids sleep with me. Right. You know? Yes. Because once they're born and then they sleep with you for a whole year, it's like they're your pillow. It's like they're your stuffed animal almost, you know? So it, like, was hard for me to, like, sleep without Forrest for, like, the first couple of nights because I was so used to sleeping with him. Um, But I started to see the value of, like, the time Luke and I would get to, like, talk through stuff. Yeah. Or just chat or, like, be silly or be intimate um, because we don't get a lot of that as much right now we like we're always interrupted when we're talking you know and we're always like I'm trying to cook dinner so he's watching the kids or he's trying to do something so I'm watching the kids and it's not like a him and I thing as much anymore yeah um and so I I just find it like it's exciting to me to like feel like us again like in that like hour you know yes and and I know it's like fleeting because like sometimes the kids don't go to sleep and what if we want to have more babies and you know that's going to interrupt it too so we just like try to enjoy you know the nights we do have yeah but like if Forrest doesn't go like if Forrest has a hard time going to sleep and we like fall asleep with him because it happens sometimes it doesn't matter you know it but I am it is it is nice I'm not gonna say that I don't like it because I do otherwise I wouldn't do it (laughs) you know what I mean yeah and and I think that's a good thing to point out because here's the thing I've been sleeping throughout the night a lot like majority of my nights 98% of my nights I do sleep through the nights and I remember that happening and you going I'm so jealous Alexa and I'm like but my kids are older now (laughs) you know because we do we do have a bedtime routine so like our bedtime routine so ever since they were potty training because we read the book oh crap potty training and that was like the best book that I, I recommend that if you're potty training and it was really about like starting structure, making sure that they're not drinking water too late and, you know, like really paying attention to bedtime. Yeah. And so the, by, yeah. by the time the kids reach two, which is when we potty trained all the all of our kids at two. Um, well, Angela was three because it took her a little bit longer to understand, which is weird because yeah. she's a girl. But, <laughs> but my voice potty no, trained kids faster. Um, and so at two, two to three, that's when we started like bedtime routines with each kid versus, okay, you're sleeping with mom and dad or breastfeeding or whatever. So yeah, um, what, what we do is like we have some downtime as a family. So either we play like a game or we watch a movie or whatever, like there's downtime at night yeah. and then we'll do, okay, it's pee time, inhaler time, and, because two of my kids take inhalers, so pee time, inhaler time, and then brushing teeth, and then they have to get into bed. Like, if they want PJs, they can wear PJs. Most of my kids just... Angela likes wearing PJs now, but it's usually just, like, stripped down to underwear. And then then they climb into bed, and then dependent on if mommy's in the mood, we read a book or several books. Like, if there's picture books, I read several. Or if it's a chapter book that they picked out, then I'll read a chapter. But um, 
And then we used to, so like, you know, we kind of set, have set this up since they were two and we try to do this around 8.30. Our bedtimes take so long. Like if we're, if we have like a super structured bedtime night, it's like an hour, hour and a half. They're still up and I'm like, you guys need to chill and you need to, guys need to go to bed. So lately, just because I've been like on my computer a lot, I'm like, Lael, just go to bed. I'll put them to bed. I'll let them watch another movie until they're exhausted. And around 11 o'clock at night, I'm like, okay, get into bed. <laughs> get into bed. Go to sleep. I'm shutting off the light. And so like some some nights are different, but we do have like a structured nighttime routine and it's supposed to start at 8 30 and yeah and then we tried doing audio because my parents did that with my younger sister was turn on some audio book and we tried to do that and then I was realizing oh my gosh bedtime is taking like three hours because they're just listening to the whole book and they're not falling asleep and I did that for a few months before I realized that that was becoming a habit and I was like, no, it's bedtime. It's not like read book time. They, and I, I don't know. I, w- I would fall asleep like during podcasts or whatever. I fall asleep. But my kids, they just have so much energy. I don't know where they come up with this energy. And they stay up. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? You're supposed to be falling asleep. See, when my kids are older, I think I'm not going to care if they talk at bedtime. Because it's like, as long as you stay in your room, you could throw an all-night rager for all I care. Yeah. Just <laughs> <me>. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's because, okay, I, I spent energy doing all this. And now you're yeah. asking me for water three hours later. What are yes, you doing? Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I. That's the that's the hard part, too. And my kids don't share a room yet. But I think, like, in the next year, we want to start having them share. Yeah. Um, I just want to wait till maybe Forrest can talk or something because I, I just don't want Roland to beat him up. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah like, I mean, like, bigger. I would put a – yeah, I would put a monitor in there to start anyways, you know, just to, to be careful to see them, like, what they're doing when they're yeah. going to sleep. I feel very weird about, like, cameras in kids' room. I, I like to give my kids privacy. But the way our house is set up here – the, their rooms are on the other side of the house. So I yeah. have to have it or I can't even hear them from my bedroom, which is really weird. Right. So I'm going to start with um, a monitor and then I'll think I'll move a monitor to the hallway so that I can hear them but not necessarily see them, you know? Yeah. Um, or get one of those sound only ones. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I would talk I to my kids in the a... video monitor. I'd be like, I see you touching him. Stop it. Yeah. Get into your bed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just have an issue with like, I know people who have like cameras in their house, even through when their kids are teenagers. And it's like, trust your kids or let them have space to make mistakes. Anyways, that's a whole nother topic. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. I think that makes a difference too. And in my brain, it's like once they sleep in a room together, it's going to be easier and harder, you know? Right. Because they're going to like goof off, but oh, then yeah. it'll be nice, I think. So like, nice for them yeah. to get to goof off, I think, is kind of sweet. So it'll just be like, cool, you guys do whatever you want, but don't come out. Here's a glass of water. You already went to the bathroom. Yeah. Read yourself a book. Stop asking me for stuff. <laughs> yeah. Not that I don't love, like, them and t- doing bedtime and stuff, but it is frustrating when you do bedtime and then they come out 700 times. Exactly. That's very frustrating. Very frustrating. Exactly. But, but yeah, and I feel like yeah. I've come to this point where I have a little freedom with bedtime, like pick and choose nights, and it doesn't throw our whole system off, you know, like they'll fall asleep. And yeah. um, 
Yeah. And then it will just get even better as they get older. Exactly. And I think the thing is, is I am in still like such a baby stage, you know? Yeah, you are. And I will continue to be in a baby stage until we decide we're done having babies. Yeah. And um, I'm just like learning to be okay with that. You know what I mean? Like everybody does their due, pays their dues or whatever during their baby stage. And if that means like I do a little less or, and I try to nap a little more or whatever um, during the season, that's fine. And then when my youngest is four or five or whatever, however old they are, when they sleep through the night, all of my children, um, then it'll look different. And I'm sure I'll be more lenient when it's not like I'm desperate for sleep, you know? Exactly. I think when you're desperate for sleep, it's, I'm much quicker to anger when I'm so sleepy. Yeah. And so it's hard if they're like getting out of bed a bunch because it's like, I need to sleep. Yeah. You're not going to get up any later. You're still going to get up at 5 36 o'clock and I'm not going to be ready. I'm not like, I'm never going right. to be ready for six right. o'clock. But it's not like my kids come snuggle for half an hour, go back to sleep. No, they come in the bed, they pretend to snuggle for one minute, and then they jump on my head and ask for chicken nuggets. And it's like, no, it's 6 a.m. I'm not giving you chicken nuggets. And yeah. yeah. Anyways. I, it's yeah. just I need I need the there's, bedtime sleep for sure. There's nothing but. worse than that when you're exhausted, and you get into bed. Everyone's supposed to be sleeping, and then all of a sudden you have to get up. Or <laughs> just like yes, that's actually the worst. Oh my god, it's real. It's really the worst. Or but if I do a kid gets try... sick, yes, the yeah. it, sick nights are hard nights. Yeah. I always just try to remind myself that like all of this is seasons, and yes. sometimes it's a hard one, you know, and that's okay. Because yeah. like you said, like when you have your first baby and it's a tired you've never known, holy cow, okay? Yeah. They shouldn't say sleep like a baby. They should say sleep like a new mom, okay? Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. oh my goodness, you, when you have your first baby, that is the most tired you'll ever be and you will just pass out any chance you can. You know how many times I woke up sitting up? Yeah. With, like, my head snapped back and my mouth, like, hanging open. That was not a comfortable way to sleep, but I was that tired. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, because you nurse the baby. But, yeah. So, exactly. I think bedtime routines are interesting because I think it's just intriguing to hear how all different families do it. Because yeah. I have, like, friends um, who bed share with all their kids and they have, like, six kids and their oldest is, like, ten. And they still bed share all of them and they yeah. love it. And I think if you love it and you make that work, that is amazing, you know? Yeah. And I hope my kids always want to snuggle me because I'm going to snuggle them anyways. Yeah. So even if it means I have to do like that book where the mom climbs in through the window with a ladder yeah. to snuggle her grown <laughs> yeah. son. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, always I love be you my forever. baby or something? I love you forever yeah. or something like that. Yeah. yeah, I love that one. Forever my baby you'll be. Yeah, that book yeah. is freaking weird. But yeah, um, I think what I want to make a little comment when you're done here before we end no I was just I was just gonna say that um I think it can look different for everyone some people are like super structured they love bath time some people aren't and they just all get in bed to bed get in bed together and I think that's fine like you have to figure out what works for your family and then just do it and like don't care that people do it differently because they're not the ones who do bedtime and they're not the ones who wake up at six in the morning or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's just like figure out what works for you and do it and like be like feel secure in your decision because like you're the parents for your kids and God gave you those kids for a reason and you're doing a good job, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's all I wanted to say. Yeah. So. 
when I want to end there, man, but I wanted to say something really quick. When we moved into our house, we tried to separate. We tried to have a girl bedroom and a boy bedroom. We tried to, you know, do that thing because we just kind of felt like, well, we were kind of getting pressure from a family member to do that and that it needed to be done. It was appropriate and they were getting too old to be together. Angela is a child. I know. Okay. I know. (laughs) So sorry so it was like it was something that we were just feeling pressure to do we're like well now we have enough bedrooms like we have a house now let's just do that and then we did it and it wasn't working like Angela was getting into our bed too early and we were like what are we doing we put her back in the room with the with her brothers and um we put her back into the room with her brothers because I remember being in my brother's room or sleeping with my brothers like when I instead of going to my parents bedroom I would go to my brother's bedroom like when I would wake yeah. up in the middle of the night and so I just kind of wanted to instill that in my kids too but I was getting pressure not to do that so we tried the whole boy bedroom girl bedroom thing and it was just was not working we put her into the boy bedroom and now I mean, it's just the kid bedroom now, and they all sleep really well. So it's like, instead of like going into bed together, like we no longer co-sleep, like so instead of like going into bed together, they have the comfort of each other in their room, and it's helped a lot. So I just wanted to say that too. Don't feel pressured. And like you were saying, do what works for your family. And for my kids, they like being close to each, each other. And I honestly don't know when we're going to have a boy bedroom and a girl bedroom. Maybe puberty. But right now, I don't have to think about that. I think it's that. one of those things where it's like, let your kids decide. Yeah. You know, like the same thing, like when your kids, like if your kids start feeling like uncomfortable being naked in front of you, you know, they're ready to not be naked in front of you and vice exactly. versa, you know. And same thing with the, like the bedroom thing. If they don't even know or care why like force that upon them that's like weird to me versus like if Angela starts being like weird about it and being like mom I I think I'd like to have a room I'm a girl I'm you know maybe she's developing or something yeah and she feels weird then that that's a time to address it but yeah even if she's developing and she doesn't feel weird then great she can stay in there until she graduates like yeah exactly I just think it's so weird that we make up (laughs) these things and then they're like well, you're a girl, so obviously you can't share a room even right. though you're seven. Or well, and then also, and but. also, our bedtime routine was was shot too because it's like now we were in two separate rooms saying goodnight to everybody or reading books. Yeah. It's like then she would have to sit on her brother's bed to read books if she wanted to read with us, or we had to do it yeah. separate. And I was like, do families do this? They do separate bedtimes, or it's like super inconvenient. And yeah. I'm like. It just didn't work for our family. I was like, this is super inconvenient to me. Why am I doing this? This is stupid. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And yeah. But I, I thought that I think that was good to mention. And yeah, I'll just I'll just circle back to the fact that like if once you figure out what works for you, do it and and just don't worry about other people unless they're if they're not doing bedtime routine, they really don't get a say. And yeah. you are doing what's best for your family and that's what matters so yes yes um as always let us know what you guys do for bedtime routine because we'll find it interesting and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon see ya bye thanks for listening you can contact us at moms out loud podcast at gmail.com with questions topic ideas and collaboration You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Moms Out Loud. And don't forget to rate, review, 
and subscribe. 